Alrighty. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kids. <laughs> Stop. Not her. Not her. Leave her out of this, please. All right. You junkie horse. <laughs> that was a little excessive. Oh, that was excessive? Okay, whatever. Well, welcome back to another mini stories brought to you by You're Going to Die on There, an American Horror Story podcast. These episodes are mini sodes discussing new American Horror Story episodes that have been released. That was. I sound like I was reading off paper when I was just shooting that off my brain. So Probably actually reading off a piece of paper. Literally not reading off paper at all. I just was struggling to talk. <laughs> but yes, um, welcome back. This week we are discussing episode five of American Horror Stories, Ball. Ball all. Ball all. I can't say it. It's just like a, a kick ball. Ball. A it's just ball. Balagny. Balagny. <laughs> I'm afraid to get this name wrong because I'm afraid he's going to come and kill me in my sleep. And I'm too cute for that. This episode right here is the reason I have to watch this show <laughs> during broad daylight. Yes. In a well-lit area. I watched this one during the daytime, too, and I was kind of glad that I did. Um, it didn't scare me, but I was like, ooh, Lord, there's a lot going on here. So, this episode is about, what is this about, Haley Grace? <laughs> this is about demons. It's um, about a girl who wanted a baby. Undone a girl. dark magic to get her a baby. Yes. So... I'll just go down the synopsis here. A young woman named Liv receives a totem from the receptionist at a fertility clinic and places it under her bed as she and her husband, Matt, have sex because they are trying to have a child but are unsuccessful in doing so. So she's like, sure, whatever, fertility, demon, awesome. Which she really know it's a demon there, but whatever. So 16 months later, they were jumping around here. Liv is suffering from postpartum depression as she has clearly now had a child. And she begins seeing visions of Balal. I'm sorry. I, I, I feel like I'm say, saying it wrong every single time. Um, you just said it completely wrong. Did it? Okay. Ball. 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 Okay. Ball. Um, so she, she begins seeing visions of Ball, a demon haunting her child. Liv seeks out the receptionist, Bernadette. Should not trusted her right then with that name who shares a banishment ritual with her. Um, because during the daytime, she works at a fertility clinic, and at night, she's into magic. Because that's, that's L.A. for you. Um, so Liv accidentally... She'd love to move to New Orleans. <laughs> Girl, listen, she would be out of her league. Let's just be real here. So, um, Liv accidentally stabs Matt while performing the ritual... And is committed to an asylum. Running theme in this show. Committing people to asylums. It's revealed that Matt, his lover, Bernadette. See? Sneaky little brown noser. And his college friends 
have orchestrated every supernatural event to gaslight Liv. As they're I'm pretty sure he's trying to get her money because also part of her backstory, she inherited a lot of money. They, they live in a nice big house, she's but she an heiress. Yeah, she's like an heiress, but like not like a shitty person. She's just like a nice person that happens happens to have money. Um and she's like, I really didn't do anything for it, so sure and also he's like out of work or like struggling to get work and he's like feeling emasculated because she's paying for everything but she's like what's mine is mine what i mean what's what's mine is yours and because we're married so clearly he's having a little dick syndrome um so after they gaslight live matt and his friends celebrate his success but the real ball appears and slaughters bernadette and his friends it is revealed that Liv sent Ball to exact revenge. The banishment spell that Bernadette gave Liv was actually a summoning spell. And then Matt is sent to prison and Liv welcomes Ball into her bed, ready to have another baby. <laughs> a, lot, a lot going on here. Like It's going to be a no for me. It's going to be... I mean, I'm not inviting no demons into my bed, but it was an entertaining episode. Um, so, the cast here, we have Billy Lore, who plays Liv, Ronan Rubenstein, who plays Matt. Um, he's actually in the Ryan Murphy universe. He's on 911, Lone Star. I don't watch that show, but I do know he plays um, a gay character, so we stand. Do I need to find this, ep- this part of this episode that popped up on my TikTok? What was it? I'll show it to you later. Okay. I'm going to find it real quick. Okay, great. Uh, then we have Vanessa Estelle Williams, Michael B. Silver, Kim- Kimberly Drummond, Chad James Buchanan, Jake Choi, Misha Gons, Gons Circle. I'm sorry, I'm saying Spit her it name. out. I'm not, I literally, I'm messing up her name, and I apologize for that. Um, so, yes, that is our cast. I'm pretty contained to the people. I mean, like, it's pretty much, like, just them. I like the one thing I do like about these American horror stories is that with most of these being one episode, except for you know the fucking premiere two part fuckery, um, these episodes you know they have their really tight knit cast kind of thing. You know you're not really expanding out to a bunch of other people, or if if other people are introduced, it's not like you know fifteen people. It's maybe one or two. So, you know, you pretty much stay with the same people most of these episodes. Um, Billy Lord is awesome in it. I think she's actually a great addition to American Horror Story in general. I loved, loved her on Scream Queens. Um, and I think that her joining American Horror Story when she did, when, when she did in Cult was a fantastic decision. Um, and we do stand Miss Billy Lord. And then Ronan Rubenstein, hottie. Honey McHotterson, except for we don't like gaslighting, but you know, gaslight girl boss. Um, so yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I got a little confused at the end because I didn't. I couldn't tell if she knew what she did when she summoned him or if she, like, didn't know and then was just like, okay, well, I oh, did it anyway. Oh, no. Homegirl snapped. She I, what? I she snapped. 
Look, as soon as I saw that man hop in that car, I knew she wasn't that dumb. When he left her at, at the at the cuckoo bin. Oh, yeah. So I knew she'd already sniffed him out by then. Oh, so you think she knew he was a, a sneaky little brown noser even then? Because I didn't yes. get that. I didn't get that. See, like the whole time, like the first half of the episode, you know, he's like a good husband. I was like, please don't let him be shitty. Please don't. Please don't. Because like, he was like, but after a while, he was such a good husband that I was like, no husband's this nice. Something's up here. That's what I'm saying. When he came to visit her in the cuckoo bin after she stabbed him. So so you think that she knew he was sneaky when he came to see her? Mm-hmm. By that point, over those two weeks, she figured it out. I guess so. Oh, yeah, because it does show like that flashback of her doing the ritual again in the cuckoo uh-huh. bin. In the cuckoo bin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. I do love that she was like, you're going to gaslight me. I'm going to gaslight you too, bitch. Um, gaslight girl boss. We love it. Um, I did love her little outfit she wore to come see him in prison. Like, dynasty. I'm rich. You can't have this money. You're in prison. Going home Every to my demon. she wore was white wasn't it yeah i think i think this one had some layers here um also fun story the demon is actually um not made up for the show because if you search bald you'll find him and then also pictures of billy lord (laughs) i don't deal with demons so that's not really my thing um it reminded me of The Exorcist, though, like when they had, like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Have you ever seen The Exorcist? Probably not. Yes. Have you really? Yes. When did you watch the, you the, saw with, the Exorcist? Isn't that the one with Tiptoe and the That song? I don't think so. Hold on. If you've seen The Exorcist, then you can get through about anything. So I highly doubt you've actually seen The Exorcist. I have. Okay, you like with um, Linda Blair, that exorcist from the 70s? Oh, no, that was Insidious that that was in. I've seen Insidious, that's what okay, I'm saying. Well, if you can get through Insidious, no, you. You, you can get through The Exorcist. Well, in The Exorcist, they unearthed this little totem that um, when they're like digging in like Egypt or something, and it's, I think the guy who's um, doing it notices that it's like clearly <laughs> like this demon totem. Um so that 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 it really reminded me of that. I was like, oh, some exorcist shades here. Um, but I do think this is a good episode about like the length that people will go to to have a child. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, people. Like I know people who have really struggled with fertility, although I don't think they went to the to the like uh, demon portion of that. Um. But I could see how someone would be like, you know what, sure, like, let's put this thing under my bed. We'll just, we'll just do this thing. Also, nope. also, he planned that whole thing. That whole thing. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, to make that was, go crazy. like, that was, although, it was, like, really set up very well. Because from the viewer perspective, you didn't know any of that. Like, it was done really well. Yeah. You were breathing really hard into my ear. 
<laughs> she died. I'm here. Yay. Didn't want to breathe too hard in your ears. No, it just sounded like you just got done running a 5K, and I was like, is she okay over there? Um. So, yes, I think this was a great episode. I think it was um, probably second favorite to drive in thus far. Although, the next one has Daddy Cody Fern in it, so yet to be Fair. seen. You need to shut your fucking face, okay? That was excessive, I'm sorry. Um, so, what, how many uh, uh, rubber band woman heads would we give this one, Haley Grace? Out of how many? Okay, yeah, because last time you did uh, ten, I did five, so clearly our math is off. Um, out of five, because, sure. Three. Three? Okay, that's fair. I'm, I'm going to give it a three as well. Um, I thought it was very well put together. Good good performances from everybody. I, there was something missing from it, though. There was something missing, and I really couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was. I, I don't know if it was more about, like, maybe, like, about the demon that was... I think that's what it was, because I was like, is this a demon for, like, summoning babies or for killing people? And I'm like, what, or not summoning babies, for, like, fertility or for killing people? Like, I, I didn't understand, like, he was a little bit of everything, and I think that's why I was a little confused. Because I was like, are you summoning demon to kill someone, or is it just for fertility? That's where some, some of my confusion came in there. So, yes. But yes. It was I, for fertility, but she... I, he kept saying, release me or whatever. Oh, she had like a chokehold on him. Yeah. And then, and then, and then I mean, imagine inviting a demon into your bed. I mean, listen, she went cuckoo banana, so she's like, whatever. What what harm could this do at this point? So, sure. So, yes. Um, I think we gave it, gave it an average of three. And I think that's pretty fair. I think it was a great episode. Um Great performances from everybody, and uh, we're almost done with the first season of American Horror Stories. And so far, I think it's been mostly successful of an experiment. It's decent. It's decent. I feel like I read somewhere on Twitter, and I really agree with this. I think that um, Ryan Murphy and company are using this show to like put actors in these episodes to see how they like how they the yeah see how they do so that like if he's like oh he was really good let's put him in double featured you know part two or some shit uh, or to season 11 so I think this is like a really good testing ground maybe for new actors or lesser this known is actors an audition. listen li- literally American Horror Stories is your audition for American Horror Story and when you level up you know you did some shit right okay so, um, yes, I think all, I think overall the, the American Horror Stories experiment is going fairly well. I predict in season two, if they've, if it comes back for season two, I'm sure it will, that we'll probably see some more crazier storylines because I think they're just kind of testing the waters here. So I'm kind of giving it a semi pass this season because it's just trying to find its footing and what it wants to be. Um, also, something we, we have not really discussed in any of these minisodes, every episode has its like it has like its own title sequence. Like it's not it's 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 not the same one every episode. And I really like yeah, that. It changes. 
yeah, I really like that. I like that they like at least give it its own personality every episode and try to do something different with the title sequence. Um, so there's like there's the bones of a really good Twilight Zone esque kind of show where every time it's something different. Um, I think it's just kind of working out some kinks. So overall, love this episode and excited to see the uh, ending of this season and see how they can ruin Murder House once again because they're going back again, people. Because <laughs> that's what we need. We need Murder House Part 85. Like, I'm kind of getting sick of Murder House and I like Murder House. It's just, like, I don't know how much Overdone more I can do with this. Overdone and overused. Overdone and lacking Connie Britton. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Just saying. Alrighty, everybody. So, that is it for this episode. Where can everyone find you on the interwebs, Haley Grace? Tell them all about it. At HGH Evans. Airware. Airware. And then you can find myself at Taylor, D-H-E-R-T-Y, on Twitter, Taylor, D-H-E-R-T-Y, 93, on Instagram. And then you can find this show on Twitter and Instagram at Die in Their Pod. And while you're out there, leave us a nice review. Leave us, you know, the five stars, all the stars you can give. We greatly appreciate it. It really helps the podcast and also helps our egos, which is the most important thing of all. So that is it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.